Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. If you have been struggling to get sales from your design work or understanding what you really need to do to make money, I have the workshop for you. On September 23rd, I'm hosting my first ever profitable designer workshop. This one day, three hour workshop is only $97, but I have a discount for all my podcast listeners. Go to KarinaGardnerCourses.com slash profit and put in the code podcast for $50 off. I can't wait to see you more profitable. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. Hey guys, today on the podcast episode, I am so excited we've got Kylie Ferens. She caught my eye because she has an awesome digital magazine, does amazing things with her patterns. It's so good to have you on, Kylie. Um, I'm going to have you. you start out by just introducing yourself. Sure. I am Kylie Ferens, and I have been quilting now for uh, let's see, about 12 years. Um, I married into a quilting family. So that's how I got started. My mother-in-law kind of was like, you have to make a quilt for your new baby. And I was like, do, do I? <laughs> and, and then it just kind of never stopped from there. Um, so my business has changed a little bit over the years and, uh, and evolved with what I've been interested in. Um, so I'm excited to talk about that with, with you guys. Yeah. And we're going to talk about owning a creative business. So many of you are trying to build design businesses or memberships or any number of things. And I love Kylie because she is doing so many cool, new, creative things. So um, Kylie, will you talk to us about the two businesses that you, you actually participate in and own right now? Yeah. So I first started Kylie's Quilt Room. Um, which is where I wrote and published quilt pattern designs. And then um, I started Modish Quilter, which is a magazine, a digital magazine for modern quilters. Um, and I really try to gear both of my businesses towards modern quilters. Um, I feel like as a fairly young quilter, I get a lot of weird looks and questions all the time when I tell people what I do. And they're, they all say, oh, well, quilting, isn't that like a, a grandma hobby or, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm like, look, quilting is for everyone. It's an art form and it's a way to express yourself. And I really try to gear everything towards more modern, um, younger quilters um, to try to uh, encourage more creativity from the younger generation of quilters that's coming up. So how many quilt patterns do you think you have right now? And how are you selling them? Uh, that's hard to say because um, so on Kylie's quilt room, I have about, I think, 10 patterns um, that I sell and they're digital PDF downloads. So you purchase the PDF and and then you'll get a download. Um, but then for Modish Quilter Magazine, I also write uh, four to eight patterns a year 
just for that. Um, and those are exclusive to the magazine. So you can only get those through the, through the magazine issues, which you can either subscribe to or purchase individual issues to get the patterns in them. What made you decide to do the digital magazine? So many of you, maybe, maybe some of you have heard of the, um, pattern writing course that Elizabeth Chapel does every year. So I was one of the first to take her class a couple of years ago and, um, it was super in depth. It was really great. It really gave me the confidence that I needed to like move forward with both of my businesses, but that's where I got the idea for modish quilter because in one of the weeks, um, lessons, she gave us a list of different quilting magazines and publications that we could reach out to, to offer, our patterns for an issue to be published. Um, and as I was going through, you know, she kind of encouraged us to reach out to the one that like most spoke to us and felt like our niche. And so I was going through all of these magazine publications and I just, of course, there are many lovely ones out there, but I just, just didn't feel like there were any that really truly fit what I would want out of a magazine, a quilting magazine. And so that kind of sparked my interest from the beginning. And um, I am just one of those people who hits the ground running without thinking twice, <laughs> for better or for worse. And so I just kind of like, I couldn't stop thinking about it and um, and thinking that I can't be the only one out there who is looking for something and not finding it. And so I decided to create it. And so I really try to focus the magazine on the modern quilters lifestyle. So it's not just quilting. We want to encapsulate what does the modern quilters life look like and how can we be a part of it and building this community of quilters. And it's been so much fun to, to, to work on and to meet new people through. And it's just been really, really fun. Okay. So tell me like, what does an article look like in your magazine? So if P if I were to go purchase your it's a subscription, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if I went to buy it um, and it, it sounds like it's a quarterly, like what kind of things would I find in it? Patterns or lifestyle? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. So we do have, we obviously have patterns because it is a quilting magazine. So we do have quilt patterns in it. We usually have four like large quilt size pattern, regular quilt size patterns, um, a small project or small quilt, like wall hanging for decor, something like that. Or we've done, um, table placemats. And, uh, so, so big patterns, small patterns or projects. Um, we usually have a tutorial of some sort that goes along with the theme because each issue has a different theme. So for example, our last issue was all about shapes. Um, so the theme was getting into shape and each of our patterns had different, um, shapes. So one was like a full hexagon pattern and you learn how to, how to do Y, uh, Y seams. And then we did, um, a tutorial on bias binding so that you could make the edges of your quilt different shapes and not just your regular straight. So we had like scallops and curves and, um, and then for articles in the issue, uh, we like to focus on anything related. So we had one issue that talked about getting it into mental shape for new projects, for starting new projects and broke it down into different steps that you can take to help get you in the right mindset for a new project. 
Um, we also had an article about um, shape composition and how different shapes make us feel different things or think different things and how we can incorporate that into our design um, or or for the maker, you know, how you can change colors and shapes and choose colors and shapes um, out of different patterns to make what you're really feeling. Yeah, that's amazing. So um, what I'm hearing is that you do you attract a beginning quilter because it kind of sounds like more intermediate if you're really digging into technique. Uh, we do both. There are definitely, I would say it's beginner through intermediate is most of the things that we have. We very rarely have anything super difficult um, because I, I am focusing more on the modern quilter and typically they are younger. And which means they haven't been doing it as long. And so, um, yeah, we do gear most of our projects and patterns for beginner to intermediate. Yeah, it's so interesting. So I also heard you say that you are developing an app. Tell me about that. Yes. So that's for Kylie's quilt room. I am doing, um, working on an app that is a journaling app for quilters and makers. Um, And I'm really excited about it. It will hopefully will be done by the end of the year. Um, But basically it's going to be a, a digital journaling app and you can upload pictures and your thoughts and feelings on the process and the different techniques that you used. Um, if you gifted it, uh, and basically just to keep track of everything you've made, I, I, for one have a lot of quilts and I can't remember when I made them or, you know, like it did and all the ones that I've gifted to people. And I wish that I had kept track of all of those things. Um, so I'm going to, once the app is done, I'm going to try to retroactively <laughs> fill it all in. But there will also be um, like a community page where you can get inspiration from others who have completed other projects and you can look and favorite different items. Like maybe you see a pattern that somebody else made that you'd like to try in the future so you can favorite it and save it and and come back to it later. So I'm really excited about that. Um, There's going to be a lot of cool changes in the future and like to point, you know, point two (laughs) version. (laughs) Uh, what I really like is that you really do focus in on the culture's process. Um, I mean, basically what I'm hearing is like, it's like, a, I mean, it's a historical reference, right? It's like a true journal diary of your quilts and anything that around it. And if you gift to them, I think that's really, really cool. I have also made a ridiculous number of quilts and I have no idea where they all are zero like some of them are in like you know my actual like my kids use and stuff but then we have some that we use for just display like the Halloween and the Christmas tend to only come out once a year right and then all the ones we've of course gifted or any of the ones we've done for a line and then those end up in quilt shops and I never I usually see them again but like sometimes I forget about them like a couple years (laughs) oh oh I forgot about that quilt. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. So that is really cool and different than what I thought you were going to say. I wasn't expecting you to say uh, that's what you were going to do in your app, that you were going to sell your patterns on your app or whatever. But like, that is really cool. It's like a diary. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a diary uh, and, and digitally. I mean, everything moving forward is looking digital and, and tr- I'm, for me, I'm looking at the quilting industry, like how can I help modernize the quilting industry and what can I do? How can I fill gaps as we move forward and become, you know, go going forward into the future? 
Um, we are for, for Modish Quilter magazine, we are developing also an app on that side to host our magazine. So just so it's easier and more convenient to look at and download. Um, but that's not, that's just, that just makes sense. That's <laughs> it fits in line with the magazine and, and being digital and modern and, and everything like that. So, but that, yeah. So two, two apps for yeah. two different businesses. I think that is so good and so <clears throat> forward facing because, so I have two apps and I just don't know anybody else in the industry who does not yeah. manufacturers, not my, any like anything. It's really, yeah. I just like, so I thought that was really intriguing when you started saying that you were going to have an app because I really don't know other people who have apps who are in this industry. So, so, so cool. What I like about you is like, you were talking about, um, you know, like kind of the value you would like to bring to the industry, how you would like to change it, how you would like to update it. Um, that is so business forward thinking. Um, what makes you think you think that way? Like what, like why go ahead? Like you could just quilt, right? Just be a regular, maybe sell some patterns, but like, why are you thinking about how you can add value and how you can modernize the industry? Like what, what got you on that process? That's a good question. Um, I mean, I could go way back (laughs) and I, I think that, um, part of that, uh, desire, I guess, um, was instilled in me by my dad, who was an entrepreneur. And he always was, um, you know, in high school, he was always asking me, well, like, how could we do this better? How could we do that better? And, um, so something just a little sneak into my past, um, my dad did not like, the, uh, dress options for like homecoming and prom, you know, he thought he was like, Whoa, that's not going to fly. So he was like, well, how can we you know, provide options that are a little more tasteful and still, you know, trendy. So anyway, my dad and I ended up opening up our own little dress boutique in our basement while I was in high school. And so it just kind of was, you know, I, there was a problem. We saw a problem and we decided to do something about it. It was just something that he taught me from from a very young age um, that, you know, if you see a problem, think about how you could fix it. How can you make it better? And then do it. Um, You know, and I do think too, though, that there is a certain element of risk and fear that comes with starting a business that many people aren't able to jump that hurdle. And, um, and so I don't know if that is something that is broken in my brain, but, (laughs) or, or if it's a plus, you know, but I do think that there's a certain element of, of fear and risk that you're willing to take on when you start a new business. Um, and it's okay to feel that fear and risk, um, but being able to push past it and, you know, have a plan and be ready for, you know, whatever comes comes ahead, I think are really key ingredients in, in starting a new business. I love it. The fear and the risk, I think. And then you you just talked about pushing past it so much to me is about, um, recognizing that fear is actually also excitement, right? Like those feelings really do actually come together. And so that excitement is usually why people kind of push forward to the next step. Okay. That is a really cool story about your dad and (laughs) like opening up a boutique in the basement. So amazing. Yeah. He was so great. (laughs) I well, and 
entrepreneurial, right? Like yeah. got your wheels going. Kylie, it's been so fun to have you on. If people want to find you, where's the best way for them to, to get on the magazine or check out your quilt patterns or what you're up to? Yeah. So my pattern, my personal patterns for Kylie's quilt room are at Kylie's or you can find me on Instagram. Also Kylie's quilt room. And then for the magazine, it's modish quilter. That's M O D I S H quilter. Um, and that's on Instagram and our website, modishquilter.com. Uh, and if you're not wanting to, you know, jump the gun and subscribe, that's okay. We have a free uh, sampler issue that you can take a look and get a feel for what our full size issues are like um, before you commit. And then you can also purchase individual issues as well to get a feel for our full size issues. So there's lots to lots of content inside each of those issues and a theme for each issue. And it's it's a lot of fun to put together. So amazing. Thanks so much, Kylie. I hope you guys can have a chance to go check that out. And I will see you guys all very soon. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.